Hello, hello, and welcome to another edition of The Spirituality of Mental Health, a deep dive into the stigma behind spiritualism and mental health. This is Gloria Mendez. I'm a licensed professional counselor. Hey, everybody. It's Saul, and I am a spiritualist and medium. Today's topic is depression. Um, we all go through it from time to time. It's kind of a roller coaster for people. Um, if you seemingly think that you've never been depressed, I would like to burst that bubble and say um, you have. There are um, varying degrees of depression um, from a mental health standpoint, from a diagnostic standpoint. Um, there are a multitude of diagnostic um, depressions. There's major depression, and there are many different types of major depressions. There's also um, what used to be dysthymic disorder, um, and now it's called pervasive depressive disorder. Um, I don't know why in the world um, every so often these diagnostic um, labels are changed, but they are um, what is called dis um, pervasive depressive disorder um, is what I like to call Eeyore disorder. Eeyore disorder? Eeyore disorder. Um, I love a good um, Winnie the Pooh reference. Cute. Yes. Um, so Eeyore disorder is that kind of ho-hum, I've just got this black cloud that follows me, nothing really matters, nothing good happens, it's just whatever, um, it's okay if nothing works out for me, it's just what my life is supposed to be like, that kind of black cloud that just follows me. Mm and kind of just accepting it. Yeah. And so from a diagnostic standpoint in the mental health field, that dysthymic disorder, pervasive depressive disorder um, diagnostic criteria is this very lengthy amount of time that you have this low level functioning of um, low mood where you just accept the fact that this is what your life is like and right. you just accept that um, nothing is good, bad, or indifferent. This is just who you are. It's just right. kind of blah. Yeah. Um, so it, for lack of a better term, uh, it's the blues. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people suffer from the blues and they don't really understand that they have the blues. They right. just think that that's their level of functioning right so a lot of people have a, a form of depression right. and it's just the blues right um and then we have seasonal affective disorder which is coming up with holidays. the holidays with the changing of the seasons a lot of people have this yeah. um, physiological reaction to um colder weather um, the change of seasons, the lack of sunlight, um, the needing to be inside more, um, the missing of people that they've lost, um, and that's called seasonal affective disorder. So there's a various 
uh, amount of types of depression that um, the general population just don't understand, but yet they feel. Right, right. Um, on the spiritual aspect of that, uh, traditionally, we would not necessarily call it any type of depression. We would just be like, right. you know, oh, you know, you're going through something. Now let's get you out of it. Right. Uh, maybe you need some type of cleanse, spiritual cleansing. Uh, let's cleanse your home because that is, you know, part of you, part of who you are. Um, and it's just basically, you know, getting trying to get you out of this funk that you might be in right so um yeah i i do have a lot of i not a lot but i have a handful of clients that come into the shop that are uh depressive and and you know this day and age of course we do recognize depression and with the um going to the doctors and getting diagnosed with it and stuff like that um so my main thing is when i do have a client that is in a form of depression usually um what we how we handle that is by okay they will recognize it right away and they'll be like i'm falling into this depression i can see it or whatever okay so let's you know let's derail that right. what do we need to do to get you off off of that that path right. of depression and um and then it works it's good then you know they i see them again and yeah they're much better right. they're not falling cuz because they do recognize that right um so I haven't had, um, I usually don't get a lot of people that come in that are in that severely depression state because they don't want help. It doesn't seem like they come in, they already know that they don't want to, they don't want to hear anything because they know. Right. And I'm just like, okay, well, what can I do for you? Right. <laughs> you know, to make your life a little easier or better. And usually they're like, um, I just want some sage, or I need this, or I need that, and they're uh, looking for little band-aids. Yeah, they're looking for little band aids, and I'll be out of it in a week or so. I'm just like, okay, you know, you can't force anybody. You can lead a horse to water, you can't make a drink. Same with the mental health side. Um, we can't really force anybody right. to to want to be better. Um, ideally, like deep down inside innately they they want to be better but at times they really don't know how to be better or they've been in the state or fluctuating through different forms of states from depression to um, maybe mania to psychosis or um, functioning well that they just um, are at a loss and they don't really know how to get unstuck so um they they really don't know where to begin they're kind of chasing their tail right um the only way to really kind of force somebody is if it's court mandated (laughs) right and in my field that does happen right um when somebody becomes a danger to self or others um and they um are put into a system where they are adults and they no longer have the sense to take care of themselves they are put into the legal system and are put into a facility where they are mandated 
to treatment. Right. And they have no choice. Right. Which is sad in, in some certain situations, but in other certain situations, it can be a mixed blessing. True. Um, and, you know, kind of to piggyback what you said as far as Band-Aids, people come into therapy for Band-Aids themselves because mm-hmm. um, part of them are like, I, I want to feel better. And they come in for a few sessions and they get some skills and they start feeling better and then they stop coming. Mm-hmm. And then they go for a while and then they regress. Yeah, I see that a lot here at the shop as well where they're coming in, they're getting their readings, they're getting their, their, they're getting their uh, spiritual services taken care of. Now they're feeling better and they think, okay, I can stop now. I'm feeling, they're getting that, that quote unquote high Right. And then once it wears off, then they're back to square one. Sometimes it's even harder than it was, you know, to begin with. It is. Um, and this, that's why I always encourage, you know, maintenance. It's, it, you know, it it's is. maintenance work, you know. Um, so, yeah, I, I do see a lot of that as well. It's like starting a um, fitness journey. Right. It's like it's, any other journey, basically. It's, it's hard. It's a journey. Right. It's hard to start going to the gym it's it's a struggle it's very hard work and then it becomes easier and then you know you start slacking off because you're feeling those gains um mm-hmm. you've earned that muscle memory um and then you feel like you you've got it on your own and then you take that break and then you lose that muscle memory right and then starting back up is twice as hard uh, same with anything that you try. Um, My thing is just how bad do you want it? Right. How bad do you want to improve your life? You know what I mean? Because for everybody, regardless of their situation, um, everybody has the opportunity to have it all. It just depends on how you manage your situations. Because we're all designed to be our best. But unfortunately... Um, social situations happen and it's how we manage it right yes society gets in the way a lot society um, outside influences people sometimes with best intentions sometimes with worst intentions um influence us to try to um give us uh, their interpretation and we, we pick and choose what we want to take. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's up to us to filter in what works for us. Right. At the end of the day, it's our personal experience. Right. And we have to understand what's going to work for us. Right. Um, and a lot of times that's hard because we are humans. And we, as strong as we are... And as many times as we look in the mirror and we say those positive mantras and affirmations and we build ourselves up, we still have those moments of weakness. Yeah, you get, you get tired of doing that. But see, that's the, that, and that's what I mean by how you manage it. Yeah, it'll work. The way I see it, it'll work a, you know, the first you know, few days and, and you, you can feel that positivity. Um, that's when you put, okay, now it's time to put things into, those words into action. And instead of just repeating them daily for weeks, where's the action? 
You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, as soon as you start feeling that motivation, and this is what I also tell my 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 uh, my, my my people, is as soon as you start feeling that motivation, jump on it. Right. Jump on it. I always say, you know what? That's that's your spirit. Right. You know, that's your that's who you are. That's your spirit trying to say, hey, it's time now. Right. I would agree. Um, and as far as clinically speaking, from a mental health perspective, I, and, and it's sad that I, I don't see as many clinical individuals. If I were to do that, being the clinician that I am now with the insight that I have from a spiritual perspective, I would use hand in hand the spiritual aspect of that balance of you know you've got your mind body but what are you doing for your spirit right because it's threefold correct most definitely it is threefold and so much of that is lost in the counseling sessions Mm. with not adhering to a person's spiritual aspects I mean we do ask certain things about you know what are your religious belief systems do you have a religious belief system and one of the check marks are you know if you're not religious are you spiritual but still today even though we've made so many strides therapists have that inclination to kind of just check the box and move on. Yeah. That's unfortunate. It is. It really is because it in investigating that very deep part of a person, that spiritual being, whether that spiritual being is religious or a broader spiritual perspective, it lends itself to giving so much more information about who that person is. Right, exactly. It opens up so many more puzzle pieces. And not only clinicians, but people in general, if they would understand that, it would make this world so much better. Absolutely. It's like what I say, we're all spirits having a human experience. Yeah, I mean, we need bumper stickers, we need tattoos, we need, you know, baseball caps, t-shirts. You know, spirit, you know, moves the physical, you know, I I say that all the often. Um, Spirit moves the physical and and your spirit walks in through the door before you do. Right, right. The spirit is such a strong presence. Mm -hmm. Um, it, It has such a prominent presence for that person that you read it before you read the person Mm -hmm. and i think and i think people don't understand that that's when people say first impressions are everything correct that's that first impression that you have is that spiritual impression right right um it's it's not you know how they look, what color their hair is, you know, their smile, how they smell. It's that spiritual presence. Mm-hmm. It's their soul. Yeah. So that's why, you know, it's important to um, manage 
I, and that's one thing I always say. It's how you manage anything and everything because of that. Right. You know, spirit moves the physical. So um, when, when I do have people come in that are um, some type of holding on to some type of sadness, uh, depression, uh, maybe it's a light depression, regardless, whatever it is. I'm not, I'm not a, lic- a licensed therapist, so I can't say, oh, this is this type of depression. All I know is I can feel your energy and it's a low vibrational energy and we need to raise that. Right. And a lot of times I've noticed that they are willing to do what it takes to raise that vibration. But then you have yours that, are, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do Okay, well... You know, whenever oh, you're stay depressed. Whenever you're ready, then right. you you know what you gotta do. But do not allow yourself to do this because at the end of the day, you are the one who's missing out. You are right. the one who is putting yourself through this sufferment when you don't need to. Right. Do you feel like for yourself when you have those conversations, like having those just very straightforward, um, blunt conversations about well, this is your choice and mm-hmm. these are the results of your actions. And when you're ready to move forward, this is what's going to happen. Right. Like those make significant impacts on those people. I think what it does, it leaves, um, it leaves them with, because they're so used to in their mind, well, I'm sad because of this, or I'm going through this, and it's all because of this, it's all because of this. Okay, you know what? Everybody has to go, go through something. Right. It's, again, it's how you manage it. Right. You're not the first, you're not the last to go through something. Right. And this won't be the only and time exactly, that you do it. Exactly. So I think that when they leave and there's, they're stubborn and they're not wanting to make these changes, or they think that they got it under control, um, they leave here with that bug in their ear because I have noticed that, you know, maybe a couple of weeks down, um, I'll run into, you know, an acquaintance of theirs, um, or even, you know, themselves. And they're like, Oh, now they're, they're trying to do something about it. Well, great. You know, I'd rather them try to do something about it than do nothing at all about it. Right. I find the same thing like in therapy sessions, when I have a resistant client that I just have a, for lack of a better phrase, come to Jesus moment. Mm-hmm. It's okay. You're resisting all the things that I'm suggesting and I'm talking to you about, okay, how bad is it going to have to get before right. you make a change? Correct. Like what's, what's got to give. And that's almost the point where they're like, oh, crap. Mm-hmm. I never thought about it that way. Like, it's only going to get worse. It You almost have to shake them up in their head. Right. Without, like, putting hands on them. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, and, and that's actually a modality of, of therapy. It's called problem-focused therapy where you go into the negative and it's like okay well this is this this is Mm -hmm. this how how bad does it have to get before you're going to make a change right Um, and yeah that's usually what happens is a snowball effect right you know you're feeling sad you're depressed you're not wanting to do anything so you're going to lay in bed all day well guess what you didn't go to work today 
feel called out. You didn't. Even, <laughs> I'm not trying to call you out. Did I call you out? You did. Um, so then, you know, you lost a whole day of being productive. Okay. Oh, I'm going to be like this again tomorrow and the next day and the next day. Okay. Well. But I'm getting a link. <laughs> oh, you are? Um, so then guess what? Now I see you have there's time so today. much. Miss Thing. Um, I'm sorry. Yes, we'll do Olympia on you as well. Okay. But, you know, the person usually is not just stubborn when it comes to that. They're usually stubborn about everything else as well. So. Right. Then, you know, it, it brings me to a question that I was asked. Um, what were the benefits of grounding? So many benefits. So, so many benefits of grounding. You have to think of yourself as a big red oak tree, right? Um, I love that. When they plant you know they're they're big mighty strong um and they they're they're grounded because their their roots are deep into the ground um and they stand tall they're confident nothing really bothers them they know how to pick and choose their battles right. you know they don't let the little things they let the little things slide off their backs rather you know and they're happy mm-hmm because now they're not allowing themselves to be uh, bothered by things that really have what kind of effect on them? None, nothing. So grounding is one of the best things that you can do for yourself. And that's also going to help you not fall into these depression, depressional um, situations as quickly or at all. Right. So the benefits of grounding are you know you being the best at anything and everything conquering I like how you mentioned the redwood tree because when I first started grounding um and and meditating I would imagine myself walking up to a huge tree that had an opening in it and I would walk into the opening and I would, and inside the opening, there would be like steps that would go down into the roots of the tree. And I would imagine myself walking down inside the tree into mm-hmm. the roots to ground myself. Right. And now I'm at the point where I just imagine myself as the tree with right. the roots yeah. firmly planted in the ground that's one way of, of grounding yourself. Right. But I mean, the, the benefits are huge. Right. Um, and the benefits are you benefiting from this world right. and from your authentic self. And, and it's just that, that conquering. sense of stability. Right. Um, Correct. But like, and grounding is not just for spirituality. We teach grounding in in mental health as well because like for anxiety and I know today's topic is depression but when people are very anxious and having panic attacks we use grounding techniques to help with those racing thoughts and those anxious uh, feelings to help people ground themselves back into a calm state so we use meditation, we use breathing techniques, we use visualization, um, those kinds of things. Um, breathing exercises, stretching movements, um, like just being barefoot, 
things like that. All of that can be considered spiritual as well. Right, right. So it's very symbiotic. Yeah. Yeah, grounding is one of the best things that you could do for yourself. It's one of the best things you could do for your self-care. Right. It's just overall humanistic self-care. Yeah. You would be surprised what it does um, just doing it once or twice. Um, and it's almost addictive because you get that euphoric sensation where like you're feeling good, you're feeling in control, you're feeling um, almost like you could do anything and everything. So you're going to want to keep doing it. But then you have those certain individuals that they get that feeling and then they, like we said earlier, then they stop, you know, right. don't stop, keep going. And imagine you keep going and imagine how, how you would be if you kept going Right. And make this a routine for you. It's like Olympic. Yeah, um, exactly. Athletes, they never stop training. Um, it's it's a matter of they they train for for fun to an extent. They train for a purpose. They train for fun. They train for health. They train for overall well being. Mm-hmm. Um, they train because it's their love. Yeah. Um, they love themselves and they love their art. Right. And so we have to transfer that into ourselves and we have to ground and take care of ourselves for our love of ourselves. Right. And everybody should be doing this already. Should be, yes. Um, but, but nobody teaches us this early on in life. Um, right, true, but... I think it just depends on how you were brought up because I was taught it. Right. So it just right. depends on your circumstance, I guess. Right. And I know with with my company, um, I'm working with some school districts where we are implementing trainings on how to right. facilitate this in the school systems. Right. So, um, you know, just trying to circumvent these issues and retrain society on a better way of coping with life nice yeah Yeah. that's awesome um and there's different types of grounding uh you just have to find which um best fits your needs uh your spiritual needs rather um and if you have any type of questions or um wanting to come in just reach out and we can definitely work with you and hold your hand through this whole grounding process until you find what does work best for you. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, I th- I feel like grounding is imperative. It's part of life. Um, I know I get a lot of people that ask me, hey, oh, you know, I want to, I wish I was, I had your confidence, or I, I wish I was like, you know, I had your patience and your, your temperance and all this stuff. I'm like, I, it's, you grounding. know, it, it's grounding. I've been doing it a long time. Right. You know, so... And they're all teach me, and I do. I'll I'll show you. Right. It's different for everybody. Everybody has a different, um, you know. Method. Yeah. Right. And that's the beauty of it, that there's so many methods that you can actually find one and personalize it, and that's you. Exactly. And, you know, from, like from a therapeutic standpoint, not necessarily from a spiritual standpoint, you can Google grounding yeah, techniques. Sure. And it'll show you a lot of different things that you sure. can try. 
Did you have any other questions? That I actually have another one that I was asked a while ago about Ouija boards. Ooh. <laughs> Ouija boards. Are Ouija boards really bad? Um, yes, if you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> Everything's bad if you don't know what you're doing. Right. Uh, just like anything else, if you don't know what you're doing, um, Ouija boards can um, do things, open up things. Um, but, you know, do I recommend it? Honestly, if you don't know what you're doing, then no. I know it, it can look fun. It can look very Hollywood. You know, people are wanting to do witchy things, especially maybe this time of year. Um, now that we're in October. But I would, I would not recommend it. Um, because like I said, it does open up portals. It does create portals. Um, I've had instances where um, I've had people come into the shops and me needing to go cleanse their homes because there's an entity on the loose or a couple of entities on the loose in their homes due to uh, the kids playing with Ouija boards. So it is a real thing. Yeah. And, and just trust and don't do anything to try to find out because <laughs> it is a real thing. I think to, to that extent, everything is a real thing whether it's purchased manipulated created manifested it's energy yes it's energy and it's intent it's energy um one needs to know one needs to recognize that energy um a lot there's so when it comes to energies when it comes to spirits there's a lot of uh tricksters Sometimes there's a lot there's a lot of dark energy that will portray itself as a light energy or an energy that may look uh, like if it manifests it looks beautiful it looks like a handsome person a beautiful person in our reality it could be the darkest thing you know ever walked the earth mm -hmm. um, and vice versa something could be so beautiful and full of light and it looked just looks crazy so you got to know what you're dealing with you got to trust your instincts you gotta you gotta just be careful and like i said if you don't know what you're doing then don't don't don't, don't do it speaking of tricksters yes side note there's a trickster in my house that i need to get rid of i know you're shocked <laughs> they're playing oh, with gloria, my Gloria, gloria gloria they're playing with my AC. So I always set my AC to like 70 when I go to bed because I like to be nice and comfy cozy. Mm -hmm. And then when I wake up in the morning, it's set to 78. Handle it. You know how to handle it, don't you? I do know how to handle it. So handle it. I will. But I just thought I'd share, you know, that, you know, tricksters can trick around with whatever they feel like tricksters me. are a pain in the ass let me tell you this is true this is true and like they they seemingly want to um make me think that my menopause is flaring up <laughs> among other things right <laughs> <laughs> but i'm just like who's messing with my ac no ma'am Mm -mm. You need to do a good cleanse on your place. Yes. You should have nothing doing anything in your house other than you and your kids. Right. Yeah, just uh, Ouija boards. It's fun to look at, but that's about it. I mean, yeah, I, 
I wouldn't re- recommend anything. Have you ever played with the spirit board or Ouija board? I've not. Mm. I've not. Just simply because, like I mentioned in that one, one of the first podcasts about, like, I didn't even need a Ouija board to have something come into my house. Mm. Right. So, I'm not asking for nothing. Yeah. Yeah, just, just uh, like I said, it's nice to look at. If you want to collect them, collect them. I know some people that like to collect them. Just be careful if you do open them up and start messing with it. Have you? Have I? Um, I have. Mm-hmm. I have. And I've even made my own. Um, and I've had some conversations and I've done things with them. and um, But I... I'm pretty confident with energies, so right. it didn't really phase me at all, and it was safe, and um, I was able to close out and put it away. Um, I don't, as a medium, I don't really need a Ouija right. board to communicate with spirits. I just did it just, just you know, in my younger years, just to play around. Play around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, I've always, I've, I feel like I've always been grounded, so I've always been able to be confident with what's around and stuff like that so um i got another question um how to tell if you are cursed and can you curse yourself (laughs) um usually you can tell if you are cursed or hexed or in spanish we say embrujado Mm -hmm. is by all of a sudden there's a change in your in, in the way you look at things if you're if things are going well and then all of a sudden you hit a um you know all of a sudden you have this string of bad luck you're not able to sleep you're waking up at certain hours of the night you're having nightmares all of a sudden you're seeing shadows you're hearing bumps in the night um you know uh you're having your crazy thoughts uh that might be signs of that you are cursed um, you have to remember, though, life does happen. So right. sometimes, you know, life does happen. You know, you somebody might look at you sideways and, you know, whatever. Um, but if it's just, you know, out of the usual for you, more than likely you are cursed. Um, or you could be cursed, rather. Uh, I would say look for me or somebody that you trust to help you spiritually remove that. Um, more than likely, you're probably going to have to cleanse your um home spiritually as well another thing is yeah can you curse yourself absolutely that's just um what we say in spanish echándote la sal you know what i mean and that's basically um you just thinking negative thoughts towards yourself um i'm i'm always sick or oh this is happening to me and uh, like just you just being negative towards yourself is going to curse you yeah you're going to manifest that Mm -hmm. so you got to be careful the mind is a very very strong tool so you got to be careful with the things that you say when you say it you know is it you know you have to consider am i emotional am i pissed off am i sad while i'm saying these things is it during a full moon is it during a new moon is it during you know all those things take into account to make it manifest even faster so but the good i mean the thing is why would you even say that about yourself even jokingly Mm -hmm. don't do that the mind is a very powerful tool yes so if you feel like you cursed yourself or you feel like you're cursed seek help immediately you don't want to uh go through life 
uh, a day, two days, three days a week with uh, negativity on you. Right. So, yeah, just be mindful and just be careful with what you do, what you say, stuff like that. Yes. It's being cursed is not fun. It's not fun. No. It's not pretty. Um, and usually when you hold on to it, because I've had people come in and I'm like, yeah, you know, um, I, for example, I, I'll have, uh, it's happened a couple of times where somebody will accompany somebody else for uh, some type of spiritual service or, um, and, and I'll see them and I'll be like, oh my gosh, you need a cleanse because I can, as a spiritualist, you know, you can right. pick up on these things and I'll be like, you know, you have something on you and they'll be like, oh, I know I feel it. And I'll be like, okay, well, let's get a cleanse. Oh, no, not today. <laughs> How does that make sense? How does that even make sense? I'm kind of comfortable with it. <laughs> you know, that happens often. You'd be surprised how often that happens. Or like people will come in and what candles do you have or what can I do? I'm like, okay, well, we have these uh, candles or we have these types of incenses that will help remove, you know. But we can also do a cleanse and I can knock it out like that. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, maybe another time. I'm going to go ahead and just do this. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? Do you not respect yourself enough to cleanse yourself from all these negative entities that what? are on you? Come on. Mm -hmm. I do not understand people sometimes. Sometimes it's not <laughs> our job to understand. Well, when you're coming here searching for help and I'm giving you direct help, that should be something to be like, okay, yeah, let's do it. And yes. not so much me goes, trying to understand. It goes back to, you have to be ready. Well, I think that they are if they're coming. Mm, I think maybe they might just be feeling you out still. True, it, that could be that a true. thing. But if I'm calling them out right then and there, what did, how, I mean, what would you do? You walk in, I'm like, oh, Gloria, come on back. Let's do a cleansing on you. I'd you wouldn't like, go back? No, I'd be like, yes. But I trust you. Yeah, so so are the people that are being, that are, they're coming with. You see what I'm saying? Not everybody's like me. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> but yeah, don't, don't live your days with negativity on you um, that was placed on you. That's just not... Um, that's not anything good because that can, um, the longer, the longer it sticks on you, uh, it snowballs as well. Right. It gets, it becomes bigger. Exactly. And, um, and it transfers into yeah, different areas. It, it transfers into different areas and it gets to the point where it, it can become physical. Right. You know, um, I've seen, I've seen and heard where, um, it's waking you up, it's scratching you, it's giving you bruises, it's, it's shaking your bed, it's pulling the blankets off of your um your bed while you sleep um speaking like, of it gets crazy yes <laughs> this might be tmi but i was asleep the other night and this is why i'm telling you i need olympia today olympia is a cleansing if you're not sure what olympia oh, is oh yeah sorry um i was asleep i think it was yesterday and I was in my room by myself, door was closed, and I felt somebody grab my butt all by myself. Well, you already said you have something in your house. I know, 
messing with my AC, but now they're messing with my butt. Gloria, what am I going to do with you? You're going to love me for eternity. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, anyway, so anyway. that was... <laughs> There were a couple of other questions that um, you lost. That I lost, and if I didn't answer your questions, please reach out again and and um, let me know, and I'll be more than happy to answer them for you. And speaking of that, so we're going to change up the podcast a little bit. Yes, we're so 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 excited. So not next week. What are we going to do? Yeah, so not next week, <laughs> but the following week. We are going to start taping our podcast on our Instagram page live. Ooh. Yes. So that way... So now they're going to see us. Yes, y'all will be seeing us. Live. We'll be doing our Instagram live and do the podcast and that way you can watch and you can chime in and ask questions and we can answer your questions in real time we think that this will still anonymously of course yes still anonymously um of course you'll just see the usernames um as you pop up on, on the the page Right. But um, we um, think that this will be a great opportunity for people to um, interact with us in real time and get you involved more actively with our podcast and um, get just a different perspective for this podcast. We've kind of um, touched on a lot of different topics that are just very um mainstream for spirituality and mental health and now we'd like to listen to more of what is on your mind um we want to make sure that we are listening to our listeners and making sure that we cover everything that you want to hear awesome yes so if you haven't already make sure to go to instagram and follow at spirituality underscore mental health 210 because that's where we will be streaming our podcasts starting the week after next. We will be posting on um, um, Instagram when that will be taking place. So, um, just go ahead and follow Soul on the Reading Room with Botanica. And follow me on Elemental Health San Antonio. Until next time. Sorry, guys, I got a little distracted. Um, yes, yeah, so you can find me at the Reading Room Botanica San Antonio, Texas, South Town. Um, I'm on Instagram and Facebook for those that don't have Instagram. I'm also uh, will be starting a TikTok soon, so I'll let you guys know. Ooh. Yeah. Trying to keep up with the times here. You going to be dancing? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so uh, if you have any questions, suggestions, you want to book, some, uh, just reach out. You want to say hello, you can do so there. And we will see you next week.
sounds great. Till then, later. Bye, guys.